This is Crucial Tech, a podcast about technology that affects all of us in a format that allows you to consume it in the time it takes to go to and from the grocery store. I'm your host, Lou Covey, and I probably know more about it than you do. And if I don't, I know someone who does. But first... Welcome, everyone, to Crucial Tech. Uh, I've got a special one here uh, today. Uh, they're all special, but this, this one's kind of close to me because a few years ago, I was consulting to a semiconductor company regarding content marketing and messages. The company was Axiato, and what they were doing was, what they were trying to do was something that I considered fascinating. They were making a security processor. Now, some of you who are in the know are going to say security processor, big deal. Everybody's got a security processor. No, not quite. What Axiata was trying to do was make a security processor that could do it all, defend, detect, and heal any kind of cyber attack. The problem was at the time is that they weren't sure where they wanted their product to go. They wanted, would it go on the edge of the network and devices or in the servers themselves or anywhere in between? And that kind of made it hard to create a narrative. So we parted amicably. I've been keeping track of them. And since then, they've made, uh, they've had a change of management and they've got a focus now that I think uh, would benefit the most people at, at the beginning, right at the server where I could keep an eye on everything. And I'm happy to say that since that time, they have come a long way, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today. And we have Axiato's CEO, Gopi Serenity, to talk about their little gem and what could be a very exciting crowdsourcing project. So, Gopi, thank you for joining today, and tell me if I summarized your product correctly. Yeah, I think you did right, uh, Lou, and thank you for having me on the, on the call on this uh, podcast. Yeah, well, I'm so- kind of excited about this because... I'm one of those people that have been waiting for this for some time. Now, you you taped out your chip uh, a little while ago, didn't you? Yes, uh, we will announce the product pretty soon. Uh, you know, maybe I'll take this in a different opportunity to announce that we're closed and maybe stay focused on this one to what your subject yeah. you, uh, you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, but it, what you're what we're starting about today is a key component of this, which uh, it, this this was part of the confusion back in the beginning we're talking about a security AI and that's going to be an integral part of, of this chip, which I always found fascinating. And, and, and some people wanted to sell it as a, a standalone product, but that, that kind of confused the issue. But what we're doing now is you're actually building this AI, correct? Yes. So let me just give a little background to the, from the story you talked about and then what were you making, the basis, and then we'll go to the AI project, what are we looking for? So we do make a security co-processor and we brand it as called a TCUs, Trusted Compute and Control Units. This is similar to the DPU technology, which is for the data path side. We do for the control and management for the data centers. As you talked about, we're trying to find a place we found a place wherever the server, whether it's an edge or central or a core network, doesn't matter where you are, a computer server is authentication server happening, we will be the one. And we will be the first guy, as I talked about control and management, we were the first guy to be able to boot up on the system, make sure the integrity of the system is right and protect everything and run the all IIS algorithms, then let the main CPU to turn on the applications to run. So we do the boot security and also a runtime security while you're running, 
whether it's an application or any of the zero trust models, what has been proven in the world right now as a successful, we will be the anchor for those things. That will be the change. Then what I am talking about today is basically a upgraded version of what we are supposed to do and doing it a fundamentally different way to address the a ransomware attacks, which has been a big problem in the market. And approximately around 4,000 ransomware a day attacks happens today. And that's only reported. A lot of people don't report these attacks in because of you know, defamation and all that stuff. And we have a bigger problem because of not reporting and also not sharing the content. And here, threat actors or bad actors are united through all the social media of the world and you know dark web type of things. We as a, a protectors of our systems are not united at this point. We're not sharing the data. So we're coming up with something. That's the project I wanted to do. So every ransomware attacks, you can classify into three types which is a denial of service attack. Right. And I'm, I'm trying to make it a trivialize this one, but let's take it easier for the listeners. And the two is uh, somebody comes as a generic user and then becomes an administrator user and takes over your hard disk or encrypts a hard disk and asks for money to be able to you know, release that for you. And the third one is he comes as a generic, however the user he becomes, but becomes a, a administrator super user. Once he becomes a super user and then he locks up the whole system and ask for money to release that system back to you. Unfortunately, either cases, there is no choice for the present solution that once your system is under attack, you have to pay the money because you care about the content. Even after you pay, there is no way you can actually guarantee that the guy is not coming back tomorrow or he's traded to somebody else to come back tomorrow. You're praying God to be able to not coming back after pay. So right. what everybody does is throw away the system completely and then content transfer. It's a downtime. It's also replacement costs and all that. So what we do, and that's where I'll come to and ask for what it is. What we're trying to do is most of these attacks where we talk about a users and coming as a user itself, super user, regular user, administrator user, all that stuff, a root user. Every solution in the market, there's hundreds of hundreds of companies been innovating in this world. Great for that. They're trying to stop the port of entry. That means user not breaching into. And this could be all different ways, whether it is a kernel level, either operating system level, or application level, server level, doesn't matter. Unfortunately, all that stuff still leaking people in. When you leak in, it's like a bank. And the thief is going to go to your chest, which is the money is there in that wherever the vault is. And that's where your hard disk is pretty much. So we come into protecting at a hardware level, at the ground level. That's where when anybody comes through all of these things, you'll be able to monitor those guys and able to protect against. Okay. Before I go to any questions for you on that, sorry. No, no, that's, uh, I'm, I'm tracking with you here. Okay. So the project where we are asking for, you know, our solution will be announced pretty soon. And I will take another opportunity to do that. And what we are looking for, we'll come up with some solutions on that, but I do need help from the community, government, consortiums, partners, customers, and everybody in the world need to be united to help us. So what we do is on that hardware, which is a TCU on the board, we are a co-processor and we are like a Bruce Willis in Die Hard movies. And if you know the John yeah, McCann okay, character. Yeah, I, 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 good analogy. I can see that right now. Yeah, so we are. Uh, we're always, have a few laughs. <laughs> exactly. So we're always in the building, just like he is. 
and threat actor does not know in that movie villains does not know he exists before they know he existed before in our case threat actor knows that i exist as axiaro as a tcu existed we collected enough forensic data just like he does and collecting for calling for help and all that and we can do all those functions in a simple way to tell okay, okay. So there are there are four teraflops of AI on my chip, which does on the platform-based AI itself. And that AI, it needs a lot of model to be trained. So what we're doing is there are around 180,000 plus vulnerabilities reported so far for the last decade or so. It's in the databases, in public databases. We're trying to train those models and you make a system and attack on that system and build a fingerprint at that lower level, what we're talking about, you know, call it as a vault level. Uh, and then you will be able to detect those models and train my AI engine. They be able to, this is the neural network engine. So it's able to train itself and able to predict any future zero day attacks. So let me tell you this, zero day attacks is a bigger problem, which means that nobody knew this one about but trust me, in nine yeah. out of the 10 attacks comes up in the wall, even more than nine, is somewhere a variance of the, what has been reported. And just we classify as zero because we did not know zero day. And by the time we analyze that, we'll be able to associate with something. So means okay. as long as you know the existing attacks will happen before you get to learn and let the neural network engine to learn from there, able to predict beyond what it can come up with. I mean, more than a human it can do. So that's exactly what we want to train, and we have been training some with already, but I cannot do all 184,000 what has been reported today yeah. because there is no clear description about exactly how the attack is and all that. It's all predictive type, all guessing work. So what we are doing a call for the industry at this point are partners, people, corporates, companies, government agencies, and whoever does this. A lot of companies, when they find an attack or attack reported in the market, and they're able to their security operations groups called SecOps groups, which repeats that problem or simulates or emulates that problem exactly on their test systems, and then creates a patch to protect against it. While they're doing it, most of these are protections. What they're trying to do is after the fact, as I talked about a port of entry of the user, a bad user coming in. What we are looking for is, please help us to create that either on our system or our, our test system or your test system with our silicon plugged into your system so that I can actually do the fingerprints on at a hardware level. You can protect all you want it on the top level. We are still complimentary. We allow you to do that. But anything passes through, we will be able to detect that pattern. And the, once we get the models of all these, we can share back to the industry exactly that everybody knows this. And that way you, we can protect and first detect, you know, classify and able to prevent those attacks before they take over. So that's where the big difference for us. We're one of the few companies in the world or maybe, you know, maybe finger counting that the people can detect while ransomware is happening, not after the fact. Most of the are unfortunately after the fact. Yep. Sometimes, sometimes maybe false alarm, but you can dial down the security severity. It's like your camera sensor. You want a, every small moment to be coming out or you know you want to just log and only do the bigger one. So rules you can assign on the top of it, but we will be able to direct those things. 
Great. Now you, you, you hit on something that that's really important here. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm very grateful to Axiato for the education they gave me when we, we started this whole thing. Um, I learned a lot about artificial intelligence and I learned that there, to break it down, there are three important parts of any true AI. You've got the database that you're working from, you've got the machine learning uh, component, and then you've got the deep learning component. And for what I've known of Axiato, you always had the machine learning and you always had the deep learning components, but you had to gather the, the, the data and any AI is only as good as the data you, you can you can bring in. And that's what, that's where play, AIs like chat GPT and what Microsoft, whatever Microsoft and Google is doing, that's where they've fallen down is that they're using the entire internet. We all know that 90% of anything is crap. And so 90% of anything on the internet is crap, but you need to have really clear data, really clear examples. And that's what we're trying to build here, right? Yes, so we do have a, along with what you talk about deep learning and we created the data lake already and we are hosting that data lake. We are already putting a models as every day we do one more or two more, whatever we're adding into be. Uh, as you had to, this is complex problem to create and all that to be. So we're looking for help to be make that data lake more deeper, more intelligent, more data sets as you talked about, whether this is the everything under the sun it is not a public data. It's not like searchable on a Google or something, but we want to be similar to what you refer to chat GPT. It took a years in open source content contribution to be make that smarter and it continues to be becoming. And we started this and we expect you know, more Oxyados will come into the world of doing this, but we all together got to make that data lake uh, bigger and bigger. So, yep. yes. so, uh, so that's what we're trying to do here. We're, we're trying to expand the lake of data and how do we how do we go about this? I mean, what kind of people are you looking for? So let's talk about a three types of in this. One, a individual people who smart enough to, uh, you know, and then second is a corporate, so what we can work with, and the third one is more consortiums, government, and type of thing. Let mm -hmm. me talk about a people. We had to motivate. There is no physical war going forward, as you know that nobody bombing each other going in forward. It's all a digital war. You can wipe you out in one minute and all assets are gone. Financial destruction is bigger, you know, chaos is bigger uh, damaging than anything else. We need a people who's working and motivate, you know, people love to be all the kids, new kids want to go to the military army because they are patriotism, they want a service. We need to be able to tell this is the part of that. We need to be able to motivate that you are actually fighting a digital war. You are protecting your country, your patriotism in here. So schools, courses, everything need to be learned. Cybersecurity as a big subject, people has to learn with the AI built into that and how we can protect. You know, we cannot do it as individual. It has to be collective and along with the machines, which is AI. That's one. And we're looking for good people to do it. We are already doing it. Uh, you know, we love to talk to them and help take a help or whatever way we can do. Two, corporates. Corporates, we're talking about, you know, most of the corporates are doing this security operations called SecOps by themselves. And they don't share data one to other. I think there should be a, a forum consortium in a big company should be able to pull in and openly, not for the lip service, actually really work together so that we can be united front to fight against the bad actors. So we're looking for that corporates, whether Big companies like Google's of the world where are doing their own check of Google's Microsoft of the world or people who are servicing them to recreate these models, recreate that test systems, 
whoever is servicing to those guys, we love to work with them. That's two. The third one is what I talk about as a consortium or a government agencies and where a niche type of guy is able to do it, cyber intelligence thing and a cyber act part of it, doesn't matter. Uh, some bigger in industry leaders are able to pull together, we can actually make these models you know, a lot more usable so that we become more intelligent and more protective. Okay, that's a good, so to sum up, we're working out to anyone who's concerned about uh, data protection. We're looking for people who are involved in corporate se uh, security operations, and we're looking for government agencies to build a consortium of them to bring in all of their examples, correct? Yes. Okay, so how do they get into this? So we are, again, we're a small company. We're making right. a call call for help. That's what we're saying is call for help. And I am working on the background with the people. Again, I am not right. at a privilege to talk about either of right. the uh, things in here. We are hiring people. We got, you know, 130 people in the company today. We're continuing to hire as a small company while the industry is all down. So we're going to continue to do that. But the other two, some of the corporates I'm already working with. And But again, that's all as a hostage at this point. We need to be able to go further in forums to look at. I may not know everything. This we're just you know scratching the surface on this problem, and we need we need help to be able to do. It. That's all I'm looking for. So, okay. So, but how 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 do they how do they reach you? Yeah, uh, you can you got this podcast. We're trying to. We are on a LinkedIn. We are the company. However, they can send me directly email on a LinkedIn. They can find our company name. You know anywhere anywhere. Okay. Nowadays, it's easy to find people. So. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, look in the show notes, folks, because the, the spelling of his name will be there, and uh, as as well as uh, links to Axiato's uh, homepage, so you can connect them there. So, I'm going to tell you that now. What those are the kind of people you're looking for? Are 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 there any limitations to? Because I, I I did pass on a few groups to you, and they they got back to me and said that uh, they they've been declined. So I want to make sure that people aren't wasting their time. What, what kind of level of people are you looking for? We need a people who has done this. And uh, you know, one is a great humble cost to teach people. Yes, we got lots of new grads that are able to come up, and we'll do that project. But as a small company, I can only afford so many people to be able to train and all that. We do that. Uh, what we're looking for is seasoned guys who has done this one, as we talked about specifically, SecOps type of guys who has already done hands-on. Okay. Um, and that's the people we're looking for right now. Or any consortiums which has been working, maybe I'm not aware of it, and maybe my company people don't aware of it. They can reach out to us too. And as you said, you will give a contact that, yeah, we'll work with those guys. Yeah. Not, not trying to be, again, there is a big difference I'm talking about. A lot of people get confused. We're looking for somebody to reproduce all attacks in the world as been done on a system or on an emulation platform, able to so that we can detect and uh, we can make a, a formulation of fingerprints for that. Most of the people say, I got a cybersecurity solution. Here it is. I can give you, I can run through. Just because you call a ransomware, that's a more of a port of entry uh, stops. Yeah, that's all great to the world, but I'm looking for it a hardware-based a system guy who's working or is able to run on the system. So in a simple way, if you know how to create, recreate a problem 
And if a company is doing, your company is doing these problems, what has been reported, able to digest and understand what exactly happened there, you know, whether it's a you know, recent, you know, dole attack in there or applied material supplier attack and all that type. You look at any of these things, you know, specifically, you can actually reproduce on a system. That would be the first minimal where we need a requirement. Okay. And what's the time frame for this? It's just a beginning. We needed yesterday. We need today. Startup company. I think we're late for the industry already. Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, how, how long? You, how how long is this program going to uh, run? This is this never going to end. Never going to end, Lou. This okay. Is just, so Chad this is GP. an ongoing program. Yeah, this is actually going to be just a beginning. We are with this database has to be just like you refer referred to the chat GPT and everything. It's like a wine. As it gets older. He gets more, better, 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 and that's all. It's never going to end. I don't think, uh, as long as I'm going to be working on this company and we, we, as a company, pushing for every day extra edition is going to get a train more. So we'll continue to do this program. Okay, so um, folks, that's the that's the call to action. I know a lot of you. We we don't have a whole lot of people that listen to this podcast. We have a whole lot of people that read the articles. It's, it's going to go with. So I'm calling you guys out, you know, all of you people that are, that are saying you're concerned about this. I'm, and I'm talking to you, Nicole Darden Ford at Rockwell. You need to be concerned about this. Uh, John Ford, uh, I mean, John Flory at uh, Harbor Networks. This is something you need to be concerned about. You need to get involved in this process because this may be the turning point in how it, it, it because the people that are doing cyber crime are, are in the lead right now. And from what I understand of what Axiot is trying to do, this may be the biggest step forward that we can make to steal a march on the cyber criminals. So uh, take a look at the show notes. Uh, remember Axiato, this A-X-I, <laughs> excuse me, A-X-I-D-A-D-O, Axiato. I never did figure out where that name come from, but we won't get into that now. And uh, uh, Gopi Serenity, that's S-I-R-I-N-E-N-I. -E Look them up on LinkedIn. Uh, if you uh, send them a message and say, if, if you've got an idea, uh, put it out there. And there'll be, uh, there'll be a list of other uh, links that I'll put into the show notes as well. This is going to be a big project. And Gopi, thank you for talking to us today. I hope we see something happen real fast here. And keep, keep, us, uh, keep us appraised of what happens. Thank you, Luke. Uh, definitely. We're looking for, again, this is solution what we're doing to the market. Our TCUs are for the hardware-based, AI-driven hardware-based solution for against ransomware attacks. That's most important thing, not just as a software solution, but actually hardware assistant. So that's it. This is our chance to build that data lake, as Gopi put it, of cyber attacks and be able to create a defense that puts us in front of the cyber criminals. Uh, I'm excited about it. If you have any comments or concerns, uh, you can hit that button at the top of the, uh, the page at anchor.fm slash crucial tech, and you can leave a one minute uh, audio uh, comment or concern. Uh, you can also contact at cyberprotectionmagazine.com. Uh, you can send us an email through there. Uh, and we are looking forward to seeing everyone at the RSA conference in April. Uh, my uh, dance card is already full, but maybe we'll be able to run into each other there. Uh, we are looking for sponsors for a special edition on the dark web. Uh, 
that is going to be coming up in this summer. So if you have anybody who is involved in that and wants to get their name out there and get some visibility, now is the time to talk to us. This has been Crucial Tech, a cyber protection magazine and foot washing media production. Thanks for listening.